Hey guys, welcome to the mini-series on Lent, where we talk about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Today's going to be part one, which is going to be on prayer. I hope you guys enjoy it, and without further ado, the show. Welcome again to the Catholic Blood Podcast. Today we're going to be doing a meditation by St. John Chrysostom on prayer and how to pray well, or maybe even pray better. Uh, today's podcast should be 15 to 20 minutes, so a little bit on the shorter end of my podcast. Uh, so without further ado, let's get on to this, uh, this good work. From a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Prayer and converse with God is a supreme good. It is a partnership and a union with God. As the eyes of the body are enlightened when they see light, so our spirit, when it is intent on God, is illuminated by his infinite light. I do not mean the prayer of outward observance, but prayer from the heart, not confined to fixed times or periods, but continuous throughout the day and night. So our spirit should be quick to reach out toward God not only when it is engaged in meditation, at other times also when it carries out its duties, caring for the needy, performing works of charity, giving generously and the service of others, our spirit should long for God and call him to mind so that these works may be seasoned with the salt of God's love and so make a palatable offering to the Lord of the universe. Throughout the whole of our lives, we may enjoy the benefit that comes from prayer if we devote a great deal of time to it. Prayer is the light of the Spirit, true knowledge of God, meditating between God and man, the Spirit raised up to heaven by prayer, clings to God with the utmost tenderness, like a child crying tearfully for its mother. It craves the milk that God provides. It seeks the satisfaction of its own desires and receives gifts outweighing the whole world of nature. Prayer stands before God as an honored ambassador. It gives joy to the spirit, peace to the heart. I speak of prayer not words. It is the longing for God, love too deep for words, a gift not given by man but by God's grace. The Apostle Paul says, We do not know how we are to pray, but the Spirit himself pleads for us with inexpressible longings. When the Lord gives this kind of prayer to man, he gives him riches that cannot be taken away heavenly food that satisfies the spirit. One who tastes this food is set on fire with the eternal longing for the Lord. 
His spirit burns as if a fire of the utmost intensity. Practice prayer from the beginning. Paint your house with the colors of modesty and humility. Make it radiant with the light of justice. Decorate it with the finest gold leaf of good deeds. Adorn it with the walls and stones of faith and generosity. Crown it with the pinnacle of prayer. In this way you make in this way you will make it a perfect dwelling place for the Lord. You will be able to receive him as in a splendid palace, and through his grace you will already possess him, his image enthroned in the temple of your spirit. Ah oh, man, I Really appreciate St. John Chrysostom's homilies because they're very poetic and very beautiful. So this this last imagery that we have here of just talking about ourselves as if we are, a, you know, a home and talking about, you know, make it radiant with the light of justice, decorate it with the finest gold leaf of good deeds, adorn it with the stones of faith and generosity. So talking about these virtues as if we're adorning ourselves as yeah, temples of the Lord. And, you know, it's just very, very poetic. Some of the other really good lines that I appreciate from St. John Chrysostom is uh, when he talks about praying with, you know, oh no, excuse me, not praying, but doing, doing our works, our daily, day-to-day tasks that seem very, maybe not as quite, uh, maybe dignified as one may say when it comes to uh, those of religious life where they get to really focus on specific either charities or prayer or whether it's giving homilies like that. There's, there's something within their lives that just innately seems glorified to God's God's work here on earth. But even for them, St. John Chrysostom is, uh, and, and for us as well, because, you know, we, we can do good works too, just maybe not in the same frequency as others. But he says like, Let's see right here. He says, our spirit should long for God and call him to mind so that these works may be seasoned with the salt of God's love and so make a palatable offering to the Lord of the universe. That is so good. Uh, And just to kind of refresh us that the prayer that St. John Chrysostom is talking about here is this this longing for the Lord, the wanting to uh, the want of our soul calling up to the Lord so that it brings our minds Uh, back to him and of his presence in our lives Uh, it's just yeah very very well well done piece of work here some bits of advice that I was going to to add to this is St. John Chrysostom says you here he mentions at the very beginning I do not mean prayer of outward observances but prayer from the heart not confined to fixed times or periods but continuous throughout the day and night I think that's a really important point that's just one line from him is that, yeah, this prayer is important that we should have this longing always within our lives. But he notes too, that it can't like not just a prayer to fixed times, but that insinuates that within our daily lives, there are times of which we have carved out for our day where we have fixed times of prayer. So just like backing up, before we think about this prayer, this longing, which we can, we can absolutely attempt to cultivate that right now in the present day. 
But there are, there are aids that we can have when it comes to prayer and cultivating this longing for God because, you know, the practice of a Catholic is not just an easy path, right? It's a narrow path. I mean, we, we are people of Advent and we are people of Lent and we are people primarily of Easter, but we have these seasons within our life, within our lives that call us to, to asceticism and to hard practices because we want to not let our bodies and our passions rule us, but we want to have self-control and self-mastery. So if you're having trouble with prayer and a trouble of this deep longing for God that can call your mind up to him. Like there, there are some things, there are some basic tasks that we can take upon ourselves to cultivate, to cultivate a life of prayer. So one noting from St. John Chrysostom is having fixed times of prayer before we can have a prayer that is so loving and so longing that it goes throughout the day. There needs to be the foundation of fixed prayer. We need to carve out within our lives a time for prayer, a specific time that we know we can always make. And one of the reasons that I, I personally think of it is that prayer is to the, the body as breathing. You know, it, it is like breathing is for the body, is prayer is to the soul. That prayer is the breath of the soul. Because when I wake up, I I am not, <laughs> I'm not in the best of spirits. I'm usually groggy. I usually didn't sleep well, and I'm usually not in the best mind frame. So for me, it is very important to myself that I pray in the mornings because I am definitely not in the best to be an ambassador of love to the world. <laughs> so my first recommendation is that for that fixed time of prayer. When you, since, you know, we, we are called to have fixed times of prayer, that we're called to pray every day, to make that in the morning. Because you can always wake up earlier and carve and make sure that you carve time out in the day. So you have fixed prayer. And when that happens, like, sometimes it can be hard to find just structure. And it's hard to maybe cultivate spontaneity on a daily basis like that, where you just, you get up in the morning and then you just freestyle a prayer and you're just talking to God. If you have that gift, then that's good. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, but for those who don't have that gift, that they can just immediately start meditating, immediately start talking to God and immediately start cultivating this, um, this rich habit of fixed prayer. Some suggestions I might have for you are uh, to pick up the Bible and do Lexia Divina. I always find that reading the Bible helps me to be in a more meditative state. Uh, another great aid you may have is Liturgy of the Hours. It's a great, it, I mean, it is fixed prayer in a sense. Like there are certain times, uh, especially for religious life, where you are praying and you have these times. You have the office, which is not always a mandatory prayer, depending on where you're at. But you have like morning prayer, you have midday prayer, you have vespers, and you have which is evening prayer, and then you have your night prayer. So you have these fixed times already associated. So if it's it's kind of essentially fixed prayer that you can just take on for yourself, and it's already structured towards whatever is best for you, for you to get prayer within your day. Um, but easily you could take it up and you could do morning prayer, which would be 10 to 15 minutes. And then you have your structured prayer. And then the third type of 
maybe an easy prayer to start get you into your days. Maybe you start off with a chaplet. You know, it's a structured prayer. You have the formula. It's something that you can take and you don't have to feel like you're, you're constantly having to provide the spontaneity and you're constantly having to provide everything that there is, there's something there to help lead you into the first steps of the day. So with that, there are three pieces of advice uh, for morning prayer. That is, you can, you know, read scripture, you can have liturgy of the hours, or you could have a chaplet. Now, another just practical thing for those of you who are not morning people like myself, if I want, let's say, 15 minutes of prayer, I wake up 30 minutes ahead of time because I know the first 15 minutes of my day are just wasted. I'm not going to be awake. I probably not even get out of bed because I just feel terrible. So my advice to you is like when you're cultivating prayer, give yourself 15 minutes to wake up in the morning. And what I like to do is I like to even start my prayer off, though I'm not going to be 100% awake. So I will try to give thanks to God. That's the first things I say in the morning, but that is definitely not something that happens consistently. Uh, but it's a good thing to do, and I would highly recommend it. And then what I'll do is uh, I'll have some sort of podcast or an app like, um, like I'm not being sponsored, but Hollow has some pretty good meditations too that are short. Or uh, the Date has some meditations you can take from their daily readings. And I will play that while I'm resting so that my mind's starting to be brought towards towards God in the morning. That way I'm not just laying there and it's just, I'm kind of in like this this coma. Um, <laughs> so I'm starting to wake up. The, the, the audio of whatever I'm playing at the time is help bringing my mind to God, but it's also helping me wake up. So yeah, if you're going to cultivate some morning prayer, I recommend give yourself 15 minutes just to wake up because, I mean, unless you're superhuman and you can instantly wake up. It's it's very difficult. So the second thing, uh, like I said, the first thing is have a fixed time for prayer so that this can help cultivate you in love so you can have this spontaneous prayer and then you can have this um, this this longing for God. Uh, two other things that I have for recommendations are for prayer in general, for trying to cultivate this love is have a fixed time where you read the Bible. So if you're going to wake up and read the Bible, this is good because you get both. But as St. Jerome says, you know, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. There, there's something about, I mean, the fact that this is God's ineffable word. It is his holy scriptures that he's given to us. If we want to know what God is trying to speak to us, we have the Bible. And there's just... Yeah, there's just something about it too where it's just very life-giving. Even if it feels like you're not getting anything out of it, I just notice that I just feel more refreshed if I read it. So, point number, like, the first recommendation would be wake up early in the morning. The second recommendation is find a time within your day that you can read scripture. It doesn't even have to be long, honestly. That's, uh, I think that's a a burden we impose on ourselves. It's not necessarily something we have to do. Like, when it comes to the Gospels, I'll try and read a little bit per day. Um, and I'll just read a short section. It's okay. I'm not trying to complete the gospel in a certain time. I'm just trying to live with scripture and let it affect me. So I'll pick like one little, one little part of a chapter, not even a whole chapter, but just part of a chapter. And then I'll just meditate on it and I'll think about it. Maybe I'll, I'll read it a second time and do some Lexi Divina on it. 
and just allow it to to permeate into me and allow myself to, to really sit with it. And that can just take five minutes. It can take 30 minutes. It can take as much time as you want, but it can also take a small amount of time. It doesn't have to be a long amount of time. But just having that continuously watering of scripture over my spirit and soul is just very refreshing. And it also keeps my mind within the scriptures so that I'm constantly referring back to them throughout the day. So it helps also, it helps me keep my mind on God throughout the day. So the second second word of advice I would have is cultivate in your lives a continuous reading of scripture. And it's okay if you don't get to it one day or don't get to it a couple of days. Just don't make it the habit of not reading it. And then the last advice I'd have for you to help encourage this these fixed times of prayer that lead into a love that is always continuously reminding your thoughts and your heart and your mind to God. Point number three would be spontaneous prayer of thanksgiving to God throughout the day. Especially when things are particularly bad. <laughs> uh, because there are definitely there's a, a gracious spirit is is something that God asks us to have a prayer of thanksgiving. I you know in scripture, uh, I can't remember. This is either within the New Testament or Old Testament, but it is uh, God saying, "I do not desire desire sacrifice, but a sacrifice of praise." Right? I do not ask bullocks and offerings, but a sacrifice of praise. And. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that is, I mean, the Eucharistia, the Eucharist, is a thanksgiving prayer. So it's very fitting that we, in our lives, should cultivate a spirit of thanksgiving, a spirit of gratitude towards our Father. It, one, just helps you not to be a negative person, because you're constantly giving thanks for the different things God gives. Even if it's just one thing, there's always something to give thanks for throughout the day. I mean, honestly, like... AC units, I'm very thankful for them now because I haven't had them. Um, a day where I don't have drips is a really good thing. You know, just as a side note, I never realized one of the most terrifying sounds I could hear as an adult is the sound of dripping water. Um, <laughs> so just like, there's small things, like a, a working car, uh, you know, a, a good meal, even a bad meal. Because <laughs> I can thank God for all of the asceticism and helping for me having a bad meal that didn't taste very good, I can point that towards God and say, thank you, God. Like, thank you for bringing me away from earthly things and towards heavenly things. But especially like that spontaneous Thanksgiving, like if something happens and then you just give thanks right at the moment, just a small thing that you can raise your heart and mind to God, that, oh, that helps you to be in a constant communion with our Lord throughout the day. And it helps to bring life within your life, like good life, joyful life, uh, so there are my three recommendations, all right? We have cultivating a fixed time of prayer in the day. Specifically, my recommendation is waking up early in the morning. And with that, there's allow yourself 15 minutes to wake up. Like, either pick up a chaplet, read scripture, or pick up liturgy the hours as a structured prayer. Just that way you're not having to have the burden of spontaneity and having to cultivate that prayer and come up with it every day. The second recommendation is to always have scripture and read scripture, even if it's not a lot, just a little bit, and to meditate with it. And then the last and third point is to 
have spontaneous moments of thanksgiving so that you can be a better daughter of God and you can lift up and fulfill the words of Scripture of giving God a sacrifice of praise and becoming a better ambassador of His love to the world. So thank you, my friends. I hope you find the, found that the you know pretty enlightening, pretty encouraging. It's another day, another week. Praying for you guys. Please pray for me.